I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Modern Superior. Hello, welcome to episode 303 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, February 14th, 2018. My name is Dan Gorman. Here's good news for Homer Simpsoy. I'll see that he gets it. My name is Casey Lyons, and, well, it did sound like one of Mom's Chardonnay farts. <laughs> My name is Greg LeGros. Hey, Istimundus Periobundus. Oops, I forgot. You don't speak Latin. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us won the die roll and got to see whatever we wanted in film roulette while somebody stayed Oh no! No, fucked themselves. Yeah. Oh no! Went to the theater. Went to the theater and saw Fifty Shades Freed. (laughs) Uh, We have a punishment album to talk about. We will talk about all of that in film roulette. We will talk about movie news and movies that we have been watching through the week in our opening segment. But before any of that, you can email us at info at modernsuperior dot com. Tell us what you think of the show, requests, thoughts, anything. Uh, Rate and review us on iTunes, please. Go to ModernSuperior.com, listen to all of the other shows on the network. When you're there, hit the Patreon button and uh, donate some money, and you can get into the Slack and access to bonus episodes and more. And we are also available on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Um, Speaking of Patreon, we had a new donor, Carlo, a friend of mine. Uh, thank you for the donation. A friend of ours. A friend of ours. Sure. All thank of you. ours. Hey, Carlos, thank you for being friends with Dan. Thank yeah. you. I know. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate Somebody it. needed to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you took one for the team. Yeah. You bit the bullet. And you were was like, a friend fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be friends with this. Yeah. <laughs> and you really came through. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. No oh. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It sounds like uh, we might have a little love connection. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. All right. Um, so the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, yeah. a.k.a. New, new news. news, things we've been watching in movie news. Yeah. I saved a bunch of news here uh-huh. to the yeah, old. Yeah, you were a fucking news-saving machine. Yeah, I know. You, you were so like a machine built to save To save news, news into an app. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's go through the news. That was like those news things. Yeah. Yeah, no, I knew what you were doing. 
we're looking at a reboot. You love those reboots, right? <laughs> you love those old things turned new. The yeah. only thing I love more than boots is reboots. Yeah. yeah. House Party. You remember that? No. How, oh, kid, kid and Play. Wait, yeah. what? Kid and Play? Oh, yeah. Definitely make House Play without Kid and Play. <laughs> house yeah. Play? Who said it's without Kid and Play? House yeah. Play? Yeah. Well, here you go. Uh, LeBron That's... James uh, oh, is going to be producing okay. a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> that got really weird and then less weird. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's where it gets uh, even better if this article that I have is a good one. It is being written by Stephen Glover and Jamal Alori, who did uh, worked on Atlanta, were writers for Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering which if was... Stephen Glover has anything to do with Donald Glover. <laughs> yes. So they were, I believe, writers of the the whole series Atlanta, and I fucking loved that show. Yeah. And, and when I read this news, I was like, pr- pretty much the only way you could have gotten me on board for any kind of a reboot of this series would be to say people that did Atlanta are doing it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, but that... Still begs the question: Why would you make this movie without, without kid and play? play? Yeah, yeah. Someone gonna have that hairdo because that's half the reason I watched. Yeah, that's ninety percent of the reason <laughs> it was made. Also, that's a hundred percent of the reason listen, kid and yeah, play it's a was really popular. good hairdo. Yeah. It's really good. And that kicky dance they do. Oh man. Oh, it's yeah. a good kicky. It's dance. a good kicky dance. Yeah. Friends um, of the show, uh, uh, and twin brothers, Mark and Scott Riley, yeah. do a fine rendition of the kicky dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's eerie. It's been a while. Yeah, nice. But they can still do it. Yeah. They so I watched <laughs> Class Act recently, uh-huh. um, which is like not uh, necessarily a house party, but they was kind of a spinoff with Kid and Play, kind of in the same series. Okay, uh, that's, it's in the universe. It's in the. the are they like looking? Are they on the poster? Are they like looking over the shoulders over their desks at you? Like, whoa, we're in class. I wish. I think it's just like their the hair and the guy's back the of his head and stuff. Um, that movie is so sexist and so homophobic, oh, yeah. and I just that was one of the things when I saw this news where I was like, they're going to have to do some updating to this <laughs> thing, where <laughs> you won't be able to have a running gag about how a dad is deathly afraid his son might be gay, Oh my god! and is very relieved, comically so, when it finds out that he's not. Phew! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Crisis of uh, yeah, yeah, uh, great. Yeah. Oh, I see. They uh, his hair is extra big in the poster. Yeah, and really. They wrote big. the name of the movie on the back of his. Head. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Absolutely. It's really big. Yeah, it is real. I bet it's not that big in the movie. No. There's no way. No way. No. <laughs> Does he still have hair like that? Is that still his thing? I don't if he know, doesn't, maybe. He if he went bald, that's got to be like right a cruel off. thing. <laughs> And yeah, did he so, at least, if he cut it off, did he at least keep it? Did he cut it off like, like right, straight like across? Really? <laughs> like leave it on a on a desk or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In he, class. Why did he leave it why on a desk? Why would he keep it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're getting into a weird area. <laughs> when they finished the movie, he cut it off and left it on a, a, desk. a desk. And then the teacher uh, came in and said, say it was what a class desk. act. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a real class act. B plus. Yeah. I'm keeping his hair. Yeah. yeah. So that's a thing that's happening. Listen, Does it need to happen? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, here's another thing that might need to happen. Yeah. Or not. Do you guys uh, think we've uh, about covered enough of the Willy Wonka world on film, or are you ready for round <laughs> a million? Well, I don't know uh, how you uh, talk the Is perfection. it Willy Wonka as a little boy? <laughs> Widow Willy Wonka? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He likes chocolate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Origins. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, in, in <laughs> by the makers of Leatherface. Yeah. <laughs> in more, don't do that, and then you see a name and you go, "Hey, maybe." Uh, <laughs> yeah. The person d- d- attached to the new Willy Wonka property is Paul King of Paddington and Paddington Two. Huh. Oh. Which okay. is like, hey, I maybe. And, and what? Too. And what are we uh, doing with the Wonka world? Uh, you you are kind of correct. Yeah. The report stated that Willy Wonka would tell the, the story of the early adventures of the King of Sweets. Yeah, right. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Secrets. Yes. <laughs> Secrets and lies. Yeah. And the uh, screenplay will be penned by Man Seeking Woman series creator Simon Rich, who wow. also contributed material I don't know to who Inside or Out. what those things are. <laughs> Um, I believe Man Seeking Woman is the show with Wasn't Jay Baruchel, and apparently that that's a phenomenal show. It, is they it? make that here in Toronto, Canada. Yeah. yeah. So that's like another one of the, these two properties where you're like, I don't need these, but I wouldn't hate seeing what he would do with it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. All right. <laughs> do I need these? No. Will I watch them? Yes. <laughs> well, I, I'm a hard maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's really got a fall in my lap. Yeah. Um. Here's a. <laughs> I, we're going down this uh, news <laughs> of things that I don't want that. necessarily. Yeah. And Michael Fassbender is set to star in a right. Kung Fury sequel right. to the short See, film. And this is why I think or we had some conversation about who's the uh, who's like uh, you know top flight actor in your eyes can do yeah. no wrong. I think Matt Fassbender's up there because he can do this too. Yeah. He's, like you expect he's he does dramatic work that is fine and probably Oscar worthy at some point. He's I think he's been nominated before, probably will be again. Yeah. And you absolutely. But he also does crazy shit like this. Yeah. He'll do Assassin's Creed and X-Men movies and stuff, which I totally appreciate from him. So the fact that they're making it a full-length feature, probably not necessary. The fact yeah. that he's doing it, I'm like, A+. plus. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never saw it because I did not need any more... Uh, of that uh, yeah. winking kitsch shoved down my throat. elements that I enjoyed because it was so cuckoo bananas. It yeah. was the, like the colors, like the look of it yeah. was because it was more like a video game coming yeah. alive than a, yeah. than really like than an re- '80s movie you've ever seen. And it wasn't it was, pretending to be like I'm going to be an '80s. It's just like I'm going to be the Tim and Eric insane version of yes. that thing and yeah. there was i agree there were some there are things that moments. in it visually that are fucking yeah. terrific or like oh like the 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 kind of ridiculous stuff where like a t-rex shows up or something and i'm yeah. like oh, i'll laugh at a little dinosaur yeah, showing up i don't yeah, give yeah. a shit i mean <laughs> Dan, i'm gonna make sure that goes on your tombstone yeah i'll laugh at a dinosaur i don't give a shit dan gorman but he would laugh at a dinosaur yeah. he didn't give a yeah. shit and then he died but i also <laughs> uh, yeah he died laughing at a dinosaur the dinosaur did not <laughs> like that he was dinosaur gave a shit self-conscious dinosaur can the dinosaur be buried next to me that said he gave a shit when he eventually dies (laughs) we'll get adjoining plots yeah but i also think this kung fury this short film felt like a million years long and it was only a half hour yeah kind of like this will not sustain Uh, an hour absolutely not you can't do this for that long no you either gotta dial it back and 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 try and do something a little bit more like, well, now we have to sustain this for a movie, so there needs to be a plot, and like, let's figure out how to do that, or just don't do it. Yeah. But it's ha- apparently happening. I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's a way. I haven't seen it yet, though. These things don't work. No, no. <laughs> no. And like, no. <laughs> here's the thing. So in with a movie that I will talk about briefly later, there's been a lot of movies being uh, pulled for Netflix, instead of going to theaters and i'm like this is this can't be a theatrical thing uh-huh. 
Like, if there's not, you know, like, audiences for things like Annihilation or there's yeah. been a bunch of, like, pretty, like, mainstream movies being like, this might not fly. We better take it to Netflix. I'm like, this probably won't fly then. This has to be a Netflix thing. What, the Kung Fury? Yeah. Like, oh, that's not, yeah. That's not something that's... I don't see that going to the big screen. No. So... I'm not going to take it that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> seriously enough to see it on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm not getting a babysitter for no. Fury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so speaking of Annihilation, director Alex Garland is interested in directing a Swamp Thing movie. Yes. For DC. Now this. This is some news. Is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You Are because, you guys. What? Well, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> what? Um, well, I can't remember if it was you or uh, somebody else. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't you, right. Let's uh, narrow it down. That talked about there was an era of Swamp Thing that Alan Moore wrote. Oh, Is that yeah. a possibility? Absolutely. Is that something I'm yeah, hearing about? Yeah. Listen, Swamp Thing comics are quite heady. Yeah. yeah. And funny and dark and interesting and really. Swamp Thing kind of did a little bit of, not in the exact same way, but I would compare them to, like, mid-era Silver Surfer stuff, where they're like, get him the fuck away from the superheroes on Earth, and let's just have this guy, like, just cruise around the galaxy and pontificate about the universe. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fucking wicked. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like that. It's not really, like, obviously he's not doing that, because he's a guy in a swamp. Uh, <laughs> much different than surfboard in the universe. <laughs> it's uh, at least half of his. Name. But it just it, there there were just there was an element of thoughtfulness in Swamp Thing, which is bizarre. But it, there really was, and there's a there is a charm and a very specific thing that I enjoy about Swamp Thing and Return of Swamp Thing and the TV series Swamp Thing. TV series, TV series Swamp Thing. All Dick Durak plays Swamp Thing in all of these things, and he's terrific. Who does Dick Durak? Dick when I need, Durock. When I need Durock, <laughs> I use my dick, Durock. I'm sorry to the whole Durock family <laughs> for what I've just done. Oh. All right, that was unnecessary. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I didn't know they made a, a TV movie. Uh, uh, series. series. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Wes Craven did a movie, and then also Wes Craven did the first movie. Winorski did a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Wes Craven did the first one, and then then Return is one thing. Yeah, and then the series. The series didn't last long, but it's it has the charm. It's like almost there. It's not really. The series isn't great. The movies are really worth your time. Yeah. The end of the first Swamp Thing is like, what? What are we doing? Yeah. Is this a sword fight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I watched Swamp Thing. I don't remember it because it was a movie that I watched because it was on late night city TV, and mm-hmm. I was like, this movie gonna be might boobs. have tits. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember not liking that movie at all because you know what it doesn't have is yeah. tits. Yeah, well, it has Adrian Barbeau in it, though, and that made, yeah. Yeah. made you she, think you were going to see something. She has tits. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the, the Wes Craven Swamp thing, like, you're watching the first, like, half hour, 45 minutes, like, this is pretty good. Yeah, not like, bad. This isn't shit, you know? <laughs> so what's the problem? Some of the effects are pretty cool. Swamp Thing looks neat, mm-hmm. you know? And it's got that Craven kind of look yeah. and pace to it, which is a little questionable throughout yeah. his career. But it's going fine until it goes totally fucking wrong. Yeah. And then it's it's like they spent all of the money. It was all gone. <laughs> and they had to just dress up this guy in, like, a Halloween mask and cotton balls and make him fight Swamp Thing. It's just... <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, ridiculous! But it's kind of great too. Yeah, yeah the ending—it's an is entertaining like, little what thing. The fuck is this? Here's it does not about feel me. like what you've been leading to. A monster made of cotton balls. No, I'm just you know. Geez. Is is literally my greatest fear. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm good to know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I watched it, but I was like, 
there's no dinosaur, so I'm not going to laugh and give a shit. So. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So, um, yeah. But so anyway, it's a it's a kind of a storied background. There's a lot of areas you can pull from. Obviously, the Alan Moore run is the thing to look at if you if you're unfamiliar and curious about Swamp Thing. Absolutely, that's what you check out. Check out the movie too. Uh, both of them. Both of them. Uh, and yeah, Alex Garland doing this. Yeah. Wow. I uh, I do think that um, this is. At this point, pretty hypothetical. I think it was one of those things where it was where somebody in like an interview asked him about like what would you like to do if you were to do like anything, and he was saying, "I would really like to do a Swamp Thing movie yeah. for DC." I don't know if there's any talks, but I would really want to see that. My <laughs> God, I, that, I I've been thinking about it all afternoon. And DC needs <laughs> that kind of movie where 100%. it's like hundred here's the here's the guy who will do something interesting. Build your cinematic universe around that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, here I'll piggyback with some of your other news. Here we'll talk about okay. it at the same time because they need that's that would be the smart play. Yeah, do that and let a really creative guy like that run it because it's going to be that's going to be your Deadpool, not Michael Bay doing Lobo. Yeah, <laughs> Lobo. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I uh, I know there's Lobo fans and they're like passionate. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never gotten Lobo. I did some reading up on Lobo cuz yeah. I only knew like some images of him. And I was reading that like he you know ha- he's like a lot of characters that have had a bunch of different, you know, versions but that like there was a point where he would nobody really liked him and then they in the 90s tried to turn him into kind of like an ironic take on the extreme comic guy and yeah. then they were just embraced by that yeah. and then just went on with it. Yeah. So, I guess I saw a lot of people being like Michael Bay this makes sense. It does, yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of fits together. I just like I think what they think it's gonna be ain't gonna be that. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, for people who don't give a fuck, what's Lobo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Lobo don't give a fuck. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. He's like. I mean, I'm not a fucking expert. I tried to read a bit here and there, but I'm like, this is dumb. I don't like it. And it is. It's like <laughs> it's extreme. It's like yeah. Disgusting chips or something. Uh, <laughs> disgusting chimps. He's yeah. like disgusting chips. <laughs> oh, chips or chimps? <laughs> I heard chips. Yeah, chips. He's like a bunch of disgusting chimps. You know what? Together. That's not incorrect either. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Now uh, I'm very. You know, I'll show you a picture yeah, of him. Yeah, you're I got gonna one know up what's here. going. This is you got a picture of Lobo. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so. Like Pretty guy, extreme. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, like if um, he's like if the insane clown posse was a bunch of chimps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, and it's it's extreme. <laughs> That's yeah. really all you can say. He's a uh, he's a bounty hunter, mercenary fella thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, like I don't know, so spa- 90s in space. Looking. He has like some kind of funky motorcycle. <laughs> I hate what I'm looking at. <laughs> so it really does fit the Michael Bay yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know they're like, "This will be our Deadpool, man. We're gonna go. We're gonna lean into this." Yeah. Oh yeah, because wrong ways. Well, Swamp Thing Michael is your Bay Deadpool. Is going to inject his unique brand of humor into <laughs> this. Yeah, <laughs> Lobo will have testicles. <laughs> and Huge he's racist. testicles. He's gonna be very racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he will be coke fueled. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Sorry, that's Michael Bay himself. <laughs> yeah. So Lobo. Get into yep. it. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Swamp Thing is what you want, DC. Yeah, seriously. Don't fuck this up. Some guy's really throwing it out there for you. He's just lining it up. You don't yeah. even have to do anything. Just say, okay. Just say, go <laughs> ahead and do this. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. 
Um, in delightful news, Kumail Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon uh, of The Big Sick and Meltdown and other stuff previously were all mm. big fans. They are going to write an anthology television series called Little America, uh, and it's an anthology series about the true stories of American immigrants. Um, so that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just really excited to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to be... I think it's on Apple. And Apple's making a play for this stuff because they want to do amazing stories. Right. The reboot of that as well. Didn't they just lose their show? They did. Yeah. Um, uh, who was that? I can't remember. I don't even know. Yeah. But there's not even really a lot to talk about here except like... Yes, give them the yeah, anthology I, show. I don't know <laughs> anything. I don't know anything about what this is supposed to be or anything. Yeah, but uh, you know, you put Kumail's name on anything, and I'll I'm on board. I will take a look. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I'm excited about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of reboots, a lot of reboot stuff here. Okay. Okay. Justin Lin directing a Magnum PI reboot for CBS. It's all like 100 depends on who your Magnum is. Yeah. It's the uh, only way yeah, that succeeds. And also, the thing is the you can't only do that because we don't have people like Tom Selleck anymore. Uh, that, the only answer to who can play Magnum P.I. is Tom Selleck. Yeah. So there, the answer is nobody. Yeah. N- there's nobody, nobody. that's going to make this yeah. good. So, because Ma- and, and John Hillerman. Mm-hmm. Why am I saying it like this? Yeah. <laughs> but John, yeah, how, how are you going to get any, like, the cast was that show. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the interesting stories because no. that show didn't have interesting mm, stories. That's pretty good. Magnum <laughs> PI holds up pretty all right. It's a great fucking show, but yeah. only because it's about a bunch of dudes hanging out on an island who yeah. are awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> I of uh, like going What's back and rewatching hour long, you know, action comedy shows from the eighties. Yeah. Like the A Team is unbearable. Yeah. Is it an hour? I think it is. Dukes oh, of Hazzard's only so... half an hour, but it is a grueling shitstorm of suck. Yeah. Which is amazing because yeah. I loved it oh, so man, much it when I was a kid. Fucking terrible. All you needed to know when you were a kid was like, <laughs> are the Duke boys going to make it out of this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, and then you're yeah. like, okay, I'll watch. Yeah. And listen, you'll put it on and the theme song will go and you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. I dare you to make it more than 10 minutes. Yeah. You will not make it seven. <laughs> Uh, I wonder how racist that show is. Oh, I don't know. Oh, fairly, I imagine. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, at all. But but Magnum PI, you can. I I found I was able to watch a significant amount of episodes. Yeah. Hmm. yeah so quite happily, th- this is one another in a long line of things we've talked about today of mixed, you know, news because Justin Lin, Fast and Furious, directing something like this. Okay, maybe. Uh, it, it says in this release the character of Higgins will be female and a disavowed former MI6 agent um, in the show. Where I'm like, okay, like mm-hmm. I, I'd watch a female-led. Uh, th- I'm not. I don't show. care who the fuck you are or what you are. You're not Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> but then it says the executive producers are the showrunners for the Hawaii Five O reboot, and then you're like, so yeah, this is gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. Um. There you go. Yeah. Bigger news. Trailer yeah. news. Yeah. Venom. Yeah. Did we all watch Venom? I've been sure. pronouncing it Venom. Crandall. Ven- <laughs> 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 so Did you guys watch that teaser? Yeah. 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 Tom Hardy. I yep. got As the Venom. Yep. Man. Sure thing. The Venomman. Yep. Venomman. Yeah. It sure is a teaser. Sure or is. Yeah. Yep. Looks like they made a movie. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to tell me anything about it. That's one thing I'll tell you about that uh, trailer <laughs> yeah. is that uh, it... There's 
ninety percent chance that there's going to be a movie to follow it. Yeah. 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 And uh, another thing about it is uh, Tom Hardy's accent is uh, off-putting. Yeah. I don't think it's that. It's not. Fucking I bad. saw people like railing on it, and I was yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. He sounds I don't like know. he's. He sounds like he's like a, a Mac I'm a guy. No, he doesn't hey. sound like you and me doing <laughs> no. New York guy. <laughs> Not necessarily. Hey, I'm Venom hey. over here. But he sounds just this side of like he's doing a wacky voice. Yeah. But it isn't that his thing? He does a voice yeah. in every movie. I like his Bane <laughs> yeah. voice a lot. So I'll, who knows? So uh, it's not enough to really judge. Yeah. I just can't wrap my head around how they're going to do why, How yeah. this is going to make any fucking sense. Why will Venom look like Venom if he hasn't art if the symbiote hasn't already bonded with Peter Parker? Mm-hmm. So now, if Peter Parker goes to space, loses a suit, gets a new suit, the fucking alien, it's liquid. He can whoa, the suit's off, yeah. it's on, and then it, bond, it knows him, and they know each other. But oh, then so he rejects that's it. That's why Venom looks like Venom. That's yes. why Venom yeah. looks like Spider Man right. because then Peter rejects the suit and it hates him for it. Yeah, and Eddie Brock is a as a rival photographer. And Peter gets all the work and slights him and gets him fired because he's a fucking dick and he tries to doctor photos and he hates Peter Parker so much and the symbiote knows his hate and it bonds with him and together their thing is they fucking hate Spider Man but they know everything about it. One thing I will, one thing I will say about comics sometimes, yeah, the story's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a really cool story. Yeah, yeah man, what a great Could, idea. Yes. Could this be? A movie where they but this, none of this has happened. Yeah, but, so but could, so it's it's going to be like a guy who looks like Spider Man, but nobody's going to mention Spider Man. Yeah. Well, may uh, <laughs> could this and be a movie? All of Spider Man's powers. Oh my God, he looks exactly like someone. <laughs> could they be doing a thing like they would do in comics, which, which like like could they be telling that story and be kind of picking up? Where those things that need to have happened have happened and are explained in some I'm way. I'm assuming that I mean, it's the only thing, but I'm like, well, that's a real jump ahead, and you're blowing a huge opportunity. Like, I mean, could yeah, but it's Sony, right? So they can't really do. Are, are they there? Or they they do still have Spider-Man, don't they? Like, they, where are the rights at for well, Spider-Man? Well, they share it with Marvel. Yeah, but I mean, if you just wait a little bit, yeah, this is a like a huge. This is a two-parter movie. You can yeah. have something fucking amazing, right? Uh, and because like if you, in the comics when Spider-Man ha- gets the black suit that's the symbiote it, he, he wears it for a long time where that's just his suit yeah and you don't really think Do you anything think it of it think it probably stinks in there probably not and he never cleaned too. it like you like you don't think like oh maybe it's it's some, there's something bad here like for like quite a fucking while that's the deal and then yeah. it slowly is becoming a problem and he can't figure out how to you know change from it mm-hmm. so there's a long setup for it where then you just get like this awesome extra element to him with this suit where that was kind of cool for a while so yeah the build is really part of the whole fucking thing it's the same thing with the x-men shit coming up here uh, dark phoenix movie yeah. they're gonna throw at us you can't do it in one movie yeah ratner already figured that out yeah uh, you know and he's very ratner i get it but still you can't you cannot too big <laughs> it is the biggest 100% without question the biggest X-Men story there is and you can't just like hey whoop, here we go yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, anyway they don't get it they're gonna yeah. f- I, I, I mean the only reason that I'm like interested at all is because Tom Hardy is playing Venom yeah other than that I'm like you're, you're Do, fucking who's the up. director anybody let's see yeah oh, it is somebody. somebody I'm I'm kind of like um 
based on the teaser, I'm excited for another trailer because I think I'm down for a movie with the tone that they're selling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where the internet was like, oh, what's going on with this teaser? Didn't tell me anything. And I'm like, yeah, like it, te- it teased the tone and maybe that'll be cool and we'll see. Uh, it's from the director of Zombieland, 30 Minutes or Less in Gangster yeah. Squad. Okay. Well, Which makes me think. Uh, did you guys it see Gangster Squad? Mm, that's a, a little bit. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> From the tone of your voice, you sound not sarcastic <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we get into some things we've been watching? Okay. Sure. Casey? What? What have you been watching? Oh, Jesus H. Balls. Well, I got to tell you something. I. What have I been watching? <laughs> Jesus. Do you want me to jump yeah, in first? Yeah. Uh, Real quick. Help, Dan. <laughs> so, really quick. Really? I've been watching one of those. Quicker. Uh, really? I, I've been watching one of those things that you watch all the time. That's uh, not quicker, Dan. That's just louder and with more. <laughs> it was a little quicker. It was about 0.5 quicker. Um, I have been watching on Netflix. This is my kind of, I don't know what to watch. I'm going to put it on pick. Okay. There's a TV show on yeah. Netflix called Monkey Life. And it is a animal. Oh, wow. It is a. Yeah. It's like an animal documentary series about a British um, monkey sanctuary and all of the going ons in the sanctuary. So it's you a have... sanctuary for British monkeys. Yes. Yeah. Right. So like in in Britain, there is some really uh, really hor- horrible stuff that goes on in the pet trade. Um, and so they save a lot of these monkeys from like households that are not taking care of them properly. And then they they also have like orangutans and stuff. And the ser- the show is just like you know you get to know the monkeys and their names. And there's the different strain the like, like the different uh, uh, like there's orangutans, there's chimps, there's marsupials. There's all these different uh, chimps, and it's amazing. And it's just so easy to watch and so delightful and also heartbreaking. Um, because some of them are really sick and some of them die and some oh. of them get better and, and it is I love it so much. The ones that you, <laughs> wow. the yeah. ones that you wanted to die. Yeah, the ones better. that I want to die always die. So <laughs> great. No, like there are there are some episodes maybe really mad where you like these they go to the houses where like some fucking British piece of shit has like a raccoon <laughs> in like a cage covered in shit with racism these monkeys. against British people is still racism. <laughs> The guy was British and was a piece of shit and had all these animals in his house just like with the, the they had broken jaws. There was shit oh, everywhere. And you're like, fuck you for putting these animals through this. And then you get to see them go to these sanctuaries where there's, you know, trees for them to climb and yeah. food and other animals for them to have like relationships. And you get into the relationships of these of these monkeys it's great it's just so good for that like oh i'll watch two of these tonight because it's like i'll see some cute animals and it'll yeah. be great um <laughs> yeah it's monkey life on netflix me and emma are addicted to it my friend alex told me about it i told it like taylor and all we're all like into it yeah. <laughs> it's great <laughs> it's good if you're looking for that kind of like easy watch like Sure. Charming, cute thing. Mm-hmm. Watch that. Although there is if some. You love monkeys. Yeah. And fucking hate, hate those British crazy people. Brits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just that one. Um, there is some gnarly stuff in it, though. There was they did they showed a C section of one of and it was just like I Ugh. lost my shit. <laughs> it was like this is some H R Geiger shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my. Yeah. 
just like oh here here's like this monkey and she did we didn't know she was pregnant so we have to do like an emergency operation on her let's pull the baby sack out of her stomach and i was like good lord no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's they that. said baby sack yeah. <laughs> so what have you been watching casey uh well i watched something the other night that was uh curious mm-hmm. um benjamin button uh, it was a curious case <laughs> of the boring movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, Fred Armisen has a stand up on Netflix yes. called stand up for drummers. Oh yeah. Interesting. I saw the ad for this and yeah. said, nah, <laughs> well, when you said, nah, you were correct. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's not, it had poten- I thought it had potential. The idea. <clears throat> See, that's the thing. I don't think it does. <laughs> Because basically it's a stand-up show only for drummers. Yeah. Um, now, as a musician, it, it's got some fun jokes about how, like, oh, you ever notice how, you know, sometimes a guitar player will show you a, a guitar a song and it has way too many parts, and, and then he plays it and is like, yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and so... A lot of his jokes are, you ever notice how uh, when you hit the drums, it goes, bark, bark, bark. yeah, <laughs> the drum does that. All right. Yeah. Uh, so there are parts of it that are interesting. Like he, he shows you kits throughout the decade. So there's a kit from the twenties and then a kit from the forties. That seems and then neat. A kit from the fifties and sixties, seventies, eighty. It goes into the nineties and it's like, uh, oh man, this is all very accurate. Like, and he plays them and he's a fucking hell of a drummer. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and he plays all the the uh, styles and all of the the, the drum uh, the trap kits and everything. That's really really interesting. Um, but then he does some jokes that are like, that's that's not even funny to drummers. <laughs> <laughs> and drummers are notoriously stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, drummers. British drummers. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Don't, don't get, get me started. started on those pieces of crap. <laughs> <laughs> those rhythmic pieces of crap. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's all wrong. It's all wrong, but there's there's elements of it that are that are pretty watchable. Yeah, but, uh, but, but on the whole, I just say, <laughs> yeah, just give that a skip. To now. me, the that history stuff sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, but not the yeah in the in the in the little the little Netflix trailer. There was like one funny thing with him doing the impression of the like the fox that gets decomposed on the ground or whatever that like stock footage thing. I thought that was kind of funny, but then the other jokes, yeah, and then the other jokes were like, Ringo's happy when he drums, eh? It's kind of like this, he's just like drums and smiles, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every band practice that has ever happened (laughs) had someone do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's bizarre, and Mm -hmm. he's so funny, like he's Fred Armisen, he's so funny. Yeah, he's a brilliant man. I I don't, anyway. (laughs) Oh. Nice. So that was your pick? Yeah. Greg, what have you been watching? I watched a movie with my daughter okay. called Coco. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, new, I fell asleep during that. The new Pixar joint. Yeah, I've yeah. been meaning to watch that. Yeah. Um, well, listen, I loved it. Oh, man. Yeah, I good. nearly cried a couple of times. Awesome. I thought it was amazing. Story was so good. It's so creative. Visually fucking awesome. Yeah, it looks like the, a the, spectacle. Yeah, it's really something. And it's so creative at all these different turns. And it, it's just kind of leading you down. Like, you kind of feel like you should know what's going on. But you get to sort of, like, or what's going to happen, rather. And you just kind of get wrapped up in the little journey. And yeah. The voice performances are so fucking amazing. The songs are really good. 
Oh, man. It was so good. Oh, man. I, I loved it. And I cannot believe that Boss Baby's up for best picture, too, with it. Yeah. It's not even, it's not even fucking close. Anyway, uh, I, and I you don't have to 20, have a little listen, daughter to watch it with to make it extra no, special. I'm going to watch you it. You saw fucking... 20 minutes of the Boss Baby and mm-hmm. all of Coco. Yeah. I saw all of the Boss Baby and 20 minutes of Coco. Yeah. And from what I saw of each, I like Boss Baby better. Well, you're insane. Uh, <laughs> fair point. Yeah. Please watch all of Coco. It's yeah. so wonderful. Myers watched the rest of it. And she said, uh, "She said it got better, but oh. she she wasn't crazy about it either. Really? She said she said parts of it were great. Huh? Well, I'm saying all of it was great. And I'll watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just adored it, and I thought about it all day after I saw it. And uh, Zoe's glued to it the whole time. Oh, that's really awesome. nice. Oh, yeah. that that that'll really do it. Too. Yeah." Uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, Benjamin Bratt, all do fantastic work. Um, the kid who plays the lead, Anthony Gonzalez, is just terrific. Mm-hmm. They've all got great singing voices. And again, the songs are all fucking dynamite. Uh, I, yeah, I just thought it was so, so great. It's just awesome. Yeah. I and can't visually, wait to watch it. Oh, man, there's some stuff in it. Just nice. fucking wild. <clears throat> Coco. Yeah. I'm going to really watch good it. And funny. Sweet. Um, Enjoy I, a hot cup of cocoa. cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> I watched, speaking of hot, Backdraft. Yes, guy. <laughs> For the first time in its entirety because oh, I, weird. I, I'd spent a lot of time in the bar and you guys would put it on yeah. at the bar on mute. Yep. I just caught it on television and stuff. Yeah. I think my dad was, was a fan of it and so it was probably on at some point. Mm-hmm. Like It seems like a real dad movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. But... Um, in all the stuff that I've caught of that movie, and mostly probably because I saw it on mute a lot at the bar, yeah, I did not know that <laughs> any part of that movie was about a serial arsonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was like the lives of yeah. firemen. Yeah, sure. No, no. There's a mystery. No, to there's solve. a whole mystery to solve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's totally a movie that would be so much better if the two lead characters were not in it. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. I liked it. I liked it. I listened, quite I a love bit. Backdraft. I've yeah. seen it. Countless it's, times I'll watch it again. Yeah. I love Kurt Russell in it so much. Yeah, totally. Everyone's pretty good in it. Yeah. And uh, Ron Howard gets a lot of flack I told for... told right be- fucking inside me, Brian! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron, Ron... And is his face twitchy thing? <laughs> yeah. You go weak. <laughs> yeah. He plays I... his own dad in this movie. Yeah, that's Get a little... Get the fuck out! That was a little yeah, weird. That's, that is the mark of a yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a mustache. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Totally. I, the... I, I think that Ron Howard gets a bad rep, but I think... That's a fucking visually great movie. It's good. It's a great. I mean, the the effects of the uh, like the physical effects and the practical effects of all the explosions and stuff. Like, get out of here! It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And, oh man. And the only and and it's a little long, but when it when it starts to drag a little bit, you always know that like it won't be long before some more explosions <laughs> because like yeah. it's just a bunch of firefighting scenes that look <clears throat> great. And, and it you have like these kind of wooden clunky who gives a fuck performances from your leads uh, from your Baldwin. And, yeah, and uh, but look, the, the, there's such a huge support cast. Like, yeah. you, like Robert De Niro is in this movie, and he has some yeah. dynamite scenes yeah, with Donald totally. Sutherland. Yeah, I, that all stuff that with him cool. and him calling him Shadow and stuff. Those yeah. little, like, you know, oh man, I love those scenes. Yeah. They're it's, really good, and they're fairly well written too. Totally, it's and a so really it's like, solid. It's, it's movie. almost a great movie, but it's yeah. also like a really dumb movie. So it just yeah. it scratches all my it's, itches. It's and and it's the kind of movie that's a little bit over schmaltzy yeah. in a way where where that can also kind of 
you know, end it for some people, but for me, it, like like you, it, it's it's one of those movies that is every kind of movie in yeah. a way where like like it's a total weekend movie pick. Just oh, okay. like, it was, oh yeah, it was a, such a go to hangover watch yeah, for me yeah. for ages. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a night, it's a fun little movie. Right up there with Teen Wolf. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so backdraft, uh, solid stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, Scott Glenn, Donald Sutherland, and De Niro yeah. are so fucking great in it. Yeah. And you got some J.T. Walsh in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah J.T. Walsh. Oh, fuck, yeah. And he plays such a dick in it. Yeah. yeah. He plays a hell of a dick. Yeah. yeah. Well, believe me, if anybody's lights are about to go out, they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Casey? What? Anything else? Um, yeah, I'll tip my hand a little bit. Listen, I did some illegal activity um by way of watching uh uh Star Wars uh La Last Jedi again Sure I did that too <laughs> in an illegal You could have just said I watched Star Wars again Yeah Uh I really want to try home how illegal <laughs> it was Uh so I watched it again uh in the theater in the beginning uh, <laughs> and um while I I'm still not on board with uh, Canto Bite. Yeah. I really loved it a lot more the second time. Yeah. I liked m- more of it, too. Some things that I'm still <laughs> never... You know, it's, when, I don't care for the milk part with Luke. It's just so I silly. it's so funny. Yeah. And the, Get that the, look off the your ex, face. Yeah. That weird look he gives you. Like, yeah, I drank it. I love but it. But also, then the thing he just drank from looks at her, too. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's here every fucking day. <laughs> fucking kill me. A lot I'm just of the time he does not <laughs> use the thermos. <laughs> I would only like that scene more if it had said, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and like I, uh, and, and I'm still kind of in the thing where I really like some of the ideas, and I really like a lot of what Luke says about the Force. Yeah, and uh, and I can get there with why he is the way he is now and stuff like that. But I still like feel like I'm being cheated of something, and I, I'm always going to feel that way. But it's just because I grew up with those movies. I watched them at you know turning points in my young uh, awakening mind, and yeah. I just I have things that I think about that character, and I and I and I believe it, and I need. Yeah, you know, I, or I had this need to see him do or react in a different way, and I just mm-hmm. feel like I've been cheated out of a couple of key things that easily could have been there, or they could have done something with. Anyway, I don't know. There's some stuff, and I don't care about the physics things that people bitch about <laughs> online. You know, there's yeah. a gravity in space. Why would bombers work? But I don't really care about that. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> but there there wouldn't be explosions in space either, and yeah. there have been explosions in, in every, Star yeah. Wars. It's a galaxy far, far away. You don't know how fucking shit works there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dick, Dick. Weed, shut yeah, up. Have you been there? <laughs> It's a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. A long, long time ago. In that galaxy, it's not stupid when yeah. Princess Leia goes flying through space. <laughs> that still looks super silly. So dumb. Yeah. But, it's, but it. you know what? It's fine. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I still don't, I don't care for uh, prequels land. No. No. <laughs> it's uh, it's very trying. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, listen, yes, it's very fun to put... Uh, Beastie Boys names in uh, in your right. movies, but uh, fucking Slow cut and it low. out. Yeah. Slow and low. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a Halo Neasty or something. Halo Neasty. Halo Neasty. He's Russian or something. Uh, but, uh, <coughs> fucking anyway. cut, cut it out with all that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with all of my what I wanted from it and the, 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 you know, the expectation that I put upon the film based on what I wanted it to do, 
with that out of the window and uh, you know it was a better watch yeah but i'm still not crazy about it it's i don't know it's nowhere near the prequels it's way better than that it's so much better than just my least favorite of the it's uh, a star wars movie yeah, yes, um, in a way that the prequels aren't. Yeah, so. but it is my least favorite to date of the ones I like. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes, mm. very much so. Yeah. But uh, I will watch it a hundred more times. So <laughs> I want to get back to you. Yeah, I'll probably fast forward some scenes. I might get. I might get to the <laughs> point where uh, Canto Bite is cool, and I'm like into it. Yeah. I might get to no. a point where that whole part <laughs> where she's uh, uh, she's underneath the. Um, Island and uh, yeah, she sees all of the reflections yeah. and everything. Shep, 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 shep. A point where that's not uh, long. In oh my god, it's entirely so the most boring thing in the whole. <laughs> oh, wide so world. good, <laughs> um, but uh, who, knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I'm never gonna like space horses. <laughs> I yeah. think they look dumb. What's that's with another dumb fucking point. Where are tauntauns in this goddamn universe? <laughs> yeah, those are tauntauns. Just use fucking tauntauns. <laughs> That's what I thought. When I saw the, the track, I was like, oh, shit, they're racing tauntauns. Yeah. And nope. then they showed it, and I'm like, what these fucking yeah, big fucking yeah, horses. Yeah, let's get some greasy <laughs> Brits in here to fucking <laughs> break these guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was so excited. That I thought I was like, oh, it's going to be tauntauns. It was not tauntauns. Nope. Nope. Fair. In the yep. <laughs> Yeah. You can't blame someone for not being a tauntaun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, for not being some other dumb thing from <laughs> from these series of movies. Dan, <laughs> don't call tauntauns dumb. I love them. Oh, I, I love, love tauntauns. tauntauns. I'm a big tauntaun. <laughs> I'll say one last thing. I don't. I don't want to keep talking about Last Jedi every week, but just one thing with the. Uh, I know a lot of people push back on people who don't like feel like the humor is out of place. I know there's lots of dumb jokes and bad humor yeah. throughout Star Wars from the beginning, but it's the type of humor that it is does, is what doesn't fit for me. It's not that it isn't funny. Yeah. Uh, it's that it's not the kind of humor that fits. It's like when you watch Transformers for your first time, and you didn't know that it was going to be a giant shit show, and, yeah. tra- and Optimus Prime went, my bad. It was yeah. Like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know that Paul you know? Dameron needed to talk about that big ass door on the. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just things thing, that feel you know? off. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, big ass is not a term that needs to be in uh, in Star Wars. No, no. Nor the dust off my shoulder. Yeah, didn't like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's from this galaxy. Uh, uh, now, now, now. Not, uh, <laughs> here, here, a different here. one. Yeah, a long, 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 far, far away. Right. Anyway. Done. All right. Yeah. Cool. Greg, yeah. what else have you been watching? Anything? I uh, had my fucking mind blown. Yeah. By a goddamn movie. Okay. Called American Hunter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan, that, that's the movie about Fred Dreyer, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan sent uh, a list to me. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. It was and like, uh, yeah. Like five hundred movies on there, something like that. I think I can't remember who made it. It was just yeah. like a, it was a letterboxed list of like here's amazing Insane movie covers, action movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I was looking at it and I was quite humbled by it because I've seen you know like fourteen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five hundred crazy movies. And I'm like, I'm just picking one at random. So I grabbed one called American Hunter, starring. Christopher Mitchum, yeah, son of Robert, oh, who I right. believe is in a couple movies by he, this. Director. Yes, he is, and I'm like super into checking him out now. Uh, it's directed by uh, Arizal, yeah, an Indonesian action film. I believe. Yeah, so <laughs> Christopher Mitchum plays like a bounty hunter, a lethal bounty hunter uh, who's going to get some microfilm from some other people who want the microfilm. 
I tuned out like mentally, like for just yeah. a moment or two, a couple of times in this movie, and then I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who those guys are or what we're doing here. But there's a lot of overdubbing. Nice. The the the, the acting is stilted and weird, and they say <laughs> strange things that don't make sense. There are backflips to avoid gunshots. Wicked. There are so many karate chops. Nice. And there's a car chase where. What, the guy driving one of the cars drives two different cars that explode in midair. Wicked. And like, and, but he survives and gets another one, and then it explodes. <laughs> like, There's so much exploding cars. Amazing. It's fucking awesome. Wicked. I don't even know what to tell you, but yeah. this was the best cinematic experience I've had in a million years. <laughs> it's better than The Last Jedi. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and no yeah. weird milk. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, this was a, a, a fucking... It's on YouTube. Yeah. I'll try and remember it. I'll post the... Well, to it. because of your excitement, yes. we are going to watch more movies from this director and yes, we are. do a Patreon bonus. Fucking A guy. But this weekend, uh, I will be watching this movie, and the date hasn't been firmed up yet, whether it will be Saturday morning or Sunday morning, but I will be watching this movie with some friends on the internet mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, doing a little screening thing. I'll, I'll post it in our Slack and stuff. Yeah. So if you are interested in seeing this crazy action movie and get up early on the weekend, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll be able to watch it with me. I want to see this other one they did together <laughs> called Final Score. Look at this poster. Yeah, that looks awesome. Fucking ex- fire yeah. motorcycle man. <laughs> and also, that's uh, OMG Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's some, that's some foresight, my friend. So American Hunter. Yeah, American Hunter starring Christopher Mitchum, who... Nice. Is an unusual actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Is um, he as sleepy-faced as his father? 100%. Now yes. picture that sleepy-faced just being like, and here's my backflip. <laughs> <laughs> a sleepy backflip. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, man alive. I want to... Re- th- I, I don't want to talk about this too much because we're going pretty long, but very quickly I watched a movie that I had never seen and was always interested in called mm. Switchback from 1997. Um, which stars, uh, what do we got here? Dennis Quaid, Danny Glover, Arlie Emery, um, Jared Leto was in this thing, Ted Levine. Um, so this is directed by the guy who wrote uh, The Fugitive and a couple other thriller movies, um, Jeb Stewart. It's from 1997. It's about an FBI agent, Dennis Quaid. He's like tracking down this serial killer who kidnapped his son. It takes place in, in kind of small town Texas, um, Danny Glover plays the guy who may or may not be the serial killer, and I feel like this movie has been totally overlooked. Um, oh, yeah. It had a very generic t- poster. Yeah, yeah. Kind of came this out. This is all ringing all kinds of bells. Yeah, it came out in that time when, like, the kind of generic movie thriller would just pass you by. There was a million of them, but I think this movie has been totally overlooked. It has this really, really interesting kind of. Um, peculiar thing going on it feels it feels like a big budget version of like a regional thriller because it takes place in texas there's like an election going on uh at the beginning of the movie and there's all these characters played by great character actors and everybody's giving in like really solid performances jared leto is a little bit of a nothing (laughs) he's like fine (laughs) for jared leto uh but he works fine enough beside glover i just think this movie for that kind of thriller uh there's something going on here it's totally overlooked it's a it, it has that kind of like like i don't want to say fargo because fargo is obviously brilliant and this movie's not necessarily brilliant 
but it has that kind of like there's a lived in quality to the characters and a very specific kind of Texas thing going on. And it makes a really great backdrop for like a weekend action thriller. Yeah. And there's some great stunts at the end of this on the train. Cool. Uh, yeah. This I will is, definitely watch this. This is a great like if you like those kinds of things. I do. Yeah. It's a good one. Switchback. Yeah. Nice. 97. It's been a nice. little underrated, I think. All right. Yeah. All right. So any other finals before we get into film roulette? Any, no. No. Casey? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, well, then let's do film roulette, shall we? Yes. Film roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to see. Something that they have wanted to see, if it's a movie in theaters that we've been excited about, or like this week, sometimes we do winner's choice where there's, you know, not a clear winner for the week and uh, we get to watch whatever it is that we want. Uh, But the low roller has to see something terrible. Sometimes it's at home, sometimes it's on Netflix, often it's in the theaters, and it's this week, Fifty Shades Freed. Um, but the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. I gave these guys a punishment album. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, but first, our our movies, and then we'll roll mm. for next week's movies. Mm. Um, so, winner's choice. Greg, you went and saw the punishment film. Yep. So, Casey, you yeah. you thought maybe that that there would be some some lineup here on the I movie front. I thought it front. was possible because I feel like this is. For some reason, I feel like this was a very anticipated movie yeah. that we all just sort of overlooked somehow, but I was yeah. very fortunate to be able to see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll go first. Okay. Because mm-hmm. the anticipation is killing mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now. I saw Phantom Thread. Oh, oh. nice. See, I wanted I to watch that, watch but that. I didn't. Yeah. This I... is on my, like, yeah, I got to see it kind of thing. Yeah. So Phantom Thread. Uh, yes, Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson. This is Daniel Day Lewis's newest last movie. Yeah, his latest in a <laughs> yeah, line. He's done of this before, final, right? Athena yeah. was asking me, and I'm like, I think so. Yeah, but he said, really uh, "Did he say Gangs of New York was his last one?" Oh, yeah, maybe. Probably. And then went a while, and then was like, "Ah, whatever." Yeah. Can um, you believe that an actor is full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Especially a fucking method actor. Yeah. An actor. So um, I just tried to put this in my phone using the swipe, and it said penguin threat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's what I saw. I yeah. saw penguin threat. It was awesome. Oh, man. Those yeah, penguins yeah. were a threat. Daniel Day-Lewis was a revelation. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in penguin threat said, this is not my last movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back for a penguin threat, too. <laughs> Except for the penguins that were killed by a greasy Brit. Mm, yeah. So <laughs> this, Why is he greasy? I don't know. Yeah. The synopsis. In the glamour of 1950s post-war London, renowned dressmaker Reynolds Woodscock and his sister Cyril are at the center of British fashion. Women come and go through his life, providing the confirmed bachelor with inspiration and companionship until he comes across a strong, young, sorry, a young, strong-willed woman, Alma, who becomes a fixture in his life as his muse and lover. Uh, Once controlled and planned, he finds his carefully tailored life disrupted by love. Uh, 4.2 on Letterbox right now on average. Yeah. So, Casey, dive in. Okay. What kind of movie is this? Because I feel like the trailer didn't really give away, and I feel like he's the kind of filmmaker where you never really know based on trailers. Like, is that going to be the movie? Or, yeah. Well, you know, 
you know how there's like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie? Yeah. This is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> uh, this PT is also F&A. the kind of movie that is my favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, from last year. Nice. This was this came out last year. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think so. Late or I think it might be this year. Well, either way, last year, Actually, this year, right. I don't give a fuck. This movie is my favorite. Nice. It is. It's so much more complicated. Like to say that his life is disrupted by love is interesting because I I really wish that somebody had watched it. I was really hoping that somebody else had watched it. It's 2017, by the way, as well. Um. uh, Right. Okay. Yeah. It's everybody's picture and all that junk. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Essentially. Um. Oh my goodness! This movie is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis is just—he he should retire after this. Yeah, because he just—it will not get better. <laughs> um, It's—you uh, it, know what would be really, really interesting and is a comparison, a comparative study uh, between this and Mother, Mother, <laughs> Mother. Um, <laughs> Uh, because it's very interesting. It's it's it plays a, like a lot of themes of of like um, uh, you know the uh, the self involved artist and and where his inspiration comes from and how many people he must trample in order to yeah. maintain his inspiration and uh, uh, and but where mother was a mother was a, a, a just an absolute fucking farce uh this movie does that so fucking gracefully uh-huh. um and and is so captivating and it's like sp- space there's yeah. so much space in this movie and every every line is so full of something terrifying and and human i don't know i'm fucking sounding gross when i talk about this uh, and and <laughs> no, I, you're I, reviewing it <laughs> uh, i guess that's why i feel like it's gross because you just really have to see this movie like it's um it's kind of about men and in a lot of ways it's kind of like uh it's another movie about fucking rich white man a rich white man who is so stuck so far up his own butthole mm, uh, yeah. uh and, and the women in this movie are very much uh um all of the women in this movie are there to facilitate his needs um and in 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 that that like uh the the lady who plays alma vicky something um and then uh leslie man manville i think her name is something mm-hmm. like that who plays his sister cyril are fucking phenomenal but everybody exists to facilitate his genius and yeah and uh it's a very dark movie and it says some strange things about about uh the relationship between men and women um and masculinity uh and and it's interesting this the sort of um male posturing that happens with uh you know the fashion world or uh, uh like against uh, the backdrop of the like the life of a dressmaker it's very very interesting and the power he has over women and the power he uh wields over women um in that he dresses them and it is his choice to make them look beautiful uh it's it's fucking wildly captivating 
uh, and and I absolutely love this movie. That's nice. great. I, yeah. I was really I hadn't heard anything about it really from well not you know nothing other than what's written all over the poster. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's great. That's really yeah. Exciting. And and it and again it like it has that kind of like poster and and ad campaign where I wasn't really sure what kind of movie yeah. it was going to yeah. be like. The poster is so boring. It's mm. just like his face and she's standing there, but there are these like painted yeah, it's versions. Like, is this a switchback or something? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> but there, there were these other versions that you, you can see online that were painted. I can't remember the guy who did them, but that like look almost like the kind of you know um, fashion illustrations of that era. Yeah, and they're fucking gorgeous and probably give you a bit more of an idea of like the tone and and time of the movie. Yeah, but yeah, like. I'm really excited to see this. <laughs> oh my god, it's 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 fucking amazing. It, I, I don't know. Uh, it's so so. It seems so trite to go, guys. This movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's really, 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 really an achievement. Yeah, yeah. I amazing. just I, I love uh, Paul Thomas Anderson more and more. Um. And it makes me want to go back and watch The Master because that movie I didn't care that much for. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot, but it was a movie that I watched and then never watched again. Yeah. It was yeah. very much a like, I saw it in the big screen as big as I could. I think they were doing the 70 millimeter thing and I was like, wow, what an amazing movie. And then mm. I walked out and never watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. that was an experience. It sounds like maybe this is a little bit more, I don't know. It's Yeah, I hear it's his most mainstream movie in a long time, in the, like in a tasteful way. What, uh, Phantom Thread? Yeah. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, yeah, I, I guess or it like is. Or accessible anyway. I, I guess it is. Um, I, I don't find it any more accessible than There Will Be Blood. I, Although yeah. in this movie, weirdly, he does club Paul Dano to death at the <laughs> end of it. So who I, even knows? I, I, I kind of feel like anything after Inherent Vice is going to oh, be yeah. more okay, like so it, it's in, about two people and now there's drama of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like, the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is his most uh, mainstream movie since Inherent Vice, but... <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah, it's I, I, I guess it is kind of mainstream, but again, it just feels. I don't, I don't know what to say. Just, yeah, you yeah. have to see it. Nice, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, wicked. Hey, um, get out of my! Oh, what? Did the, what? Well, what? there's a, a spider ended up in my coffee. Oh, no. Really? No. And now I'm trying not to kill him. No, get out. Just drink them. Cling Protein. to the wall. Cling to the wall. <laughs> this is a weird time of year for spiders yeah. to be running around. 
What kind is it? Let me see. Yeah, is it a daddy long legs? No, it's a black widow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he's dead. Well, I'm sorry, buddy. I will I call mean... John Goodman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he will come and help us <laughs> he out will, here. He will uh, <laughs> fumigate my coffee. Yeah. Well, That'll you watched... him and gain his powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I too can dwell within your basement. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you watched Phantom Thread, mm-hmm. and I remember. I, I just talked <laughs> about it. <laughs> Remind me all about it. <laughs> okay, let me tell you, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um. I had picked a movie that I was going to do for Film Roulette. Uh. Called My Friend Dahmer. Oh shit! Oh. I almost um, watched that, but then there's no time for me to. Watch which I that. quite liked, but then I saw a movie this week that now I I feel like I cannot not talk about today. Um, and we were gonna talk about it on a bonus Patreon because it hasn't come out yet. But I think I'm gonna do it now for Film Roulette. Mm-hmm. Um, the new film from Alex Garland, Annihilation. Yeah, played in Toronto uh, at. Tiff Bell Lightbox, and I was able to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ex Machina played before it opened, they did a similar thing where he did a Q and A, and and Emma and I went and saw that. And so I thought, like, oh, this we'll do it again, and we'll see his next movie, and we'll get we'll get tickets to this like in- special engagement or whatever where he he speaks afterwards. So it was kind of a fun thing to do that again for his next movie. <clears throat> but this is based off of a book um, of the same name. It's the first in um, a series of books. Um, And let me get the information here about the movie. Uh, But uh, this is almost a reunion of sorts with uh, Oscar Isaac because this is uh, he's in this movie as well. And he was in Ex Machina. Um, But we Mm -hmm. all really fell for Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Big time. Fucking great movie for a debut movie. You know, he's a longtime screenwriter. Unreal. Really wrote some nice screenplays. (laughs) Yeah. Really good. So. <clears throat> this stars Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson, Oscar Isaac, and more. Uh, and it is about a biologist who signs up for a dangerous secret exposi- exposition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. Um, so this is going to be interesting to try and talk about, um, especially in contrast with Ex Machina, which is such a specific kind of movie and such a powerful debut that I can't help but feel like people are going to come away from Annihilation with mixed-ish feelings or slightly disappointed because it's so hard to follow up something that was so distilled. You know what I mean? Like, that's like Alex Garland was like, now watch me do everything that I do so well and perfectly and it has this cold tone Ex Machina, it's, yeah yeah it's fucking laser focus yeah, yeah it's so focused and so it's got the laser focus of a sexy robot <laughs> the laser focus of a laser wall mount thing that i use <laughs> to make sure things are straight on my wall focused um <laughs> by lasers yep. so th- it's hard for me to talk about this because i do feel like in some ways, this is, again, much like The Phantom Thread, but a bit more mainstream. It's like like I found that if you were to show Ex Machina to somebody that wasn't necessarily into kind of like, not hard sci-fi, but that kind of like cold, deliberate, slow, very specific type of movie, 
you know, like we, my, my parents watched that and they were like, that was the biggest piece of garbage. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Annihilation almost takes a step back into like, here's a movie that is a little bit more, you know, engaging for, for a stretch. Like it's about Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac plays this uh, military guy who goes on missions and he can't tell her anything about it. And he goes on one and never comes back. Um, for about 12 or 13 months and then one day shows up and is really weird <laughs> when he shows up, doesn't know how he got back. And ultimately we, we find that there is this thing that they call a shimmer that is kind of like a wall of this kind of shimmery looking thing. It's it's expanding. Um, the center of it is a lighthouse and they don't understand what it is or what is going on in there because everybody they, that, that they send in never comes back. They send in drones, they send in everything, nothing comes back. So it is ultimately about Natalie Portman and a group of women who are going to go in and figure out what it is. So immediately there's a bit more of a like populist kind of thing going on, like a military expedition. There's like a thing to grab somebody that maybe Ex Machina is more of a weird movie that... yeah. So I, I almost expect maybe some people will be like, you know, this is a bit more expected. There's there's a lot of um, kind of like expected film things where it's like, oh, we got to have to like cut back to her explaining what happened as like a framing device because like that's, you know, you want your movie to be ex- like <laughs> understandable. <laughs> yeah. um, but I loved this movie um so much and i'm really excited to see how people react to this movie because i do think it's going to be divisive i think there are things that happen at the end of the movie that are going to read silly for some people and Mm -hmm. read the exact opposite like gorgeous and and amazing to other people And, and i feel like i landed on that side um it is so good and it fucked me up in a couple scenes there are some Mm. scenes in annihilation that will be 2018's that scene in the way that there was i keep saying that with fucking gerald's Gerald's game Game and stuff there's two scenes in this movie that fucked me up yeah uh (laughs) and i was like squeezing emma's hand so hard being like holy shit Um, so hard that the skin came came off off her head head. (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah, there's two scenes that are just so, so frightening. Um, but at the same time, it's a gorgeous movie. And it's kind of a body horror movie in in that regard because it is such a beautiful, gorgeous movie that is also at the same time grotesque and uh, disturbing and mm. terrifying in moments. Um because the whole world that they go into is all very like organic and there's flowers everywhere and... and and it's it's just beautiful um you want to spend more time in that world but then because it's also kind of at moments a horror movie you're like holy shit get out of here um i won't say too much more but i i really 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 liked it i do think it's a little bit kind of bumpy in in moments of that kind of like exposition or jumping back and forth to like her telling the story because it's kind of like you got to jump back there so we can learn that or whatever that might rub people the wrong way. I thought it was the perfect level of, of heady, beautiful sci-fi that he is known for. And then also like an accessible kind of genre thing. Um, 
in the kind of same way that he did with like Sunshine, which was like, here's a sci-fi movie, and then people weren't super stoked that it turned into a slash movie at the end. But I was like, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> you know, this is like maybe a bit more of a normal movie that turns into like a really kind of beautiful. You know, you'll you'll think of things like Kubrick or Under the Skin and stuff like that. But some people might also think of like really silly things like Mission to Mars or you know like that kind of sci-fi thing can go either way. Um, but I thought this was just so good. I can't stop thinking about it. I loved it. Annihilation is so good. I loved it. Sweet. Yeah. Very, very excited. excited to see that. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's wonderful. Uh, apparently it's going to be on Netflix, but I think that's just internationally And Netflix picked it up. I think they're going to do a North American theatrical release. I, if it, if, if it does come out, please go see Annihilation watching it. I was like, this will not play the same way at home. There's things that happen at the end of the movie that were so overwhelming that I would be able to watch on a TV and just be like, that's silly. But like in the moment in the theater, we were right under a speaker and the soundtrack, yeah. like for the first time really kicked in. And I was like, oh, Lord, this is yeah. a fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. Great. It's was not it a clown. Yeah, it's a clown. Because they up. can be very silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, I wouldn't say like. Ex Machina was probably like next level, like almost five star masterpiece. Yeah, and this is a little bit of a step down, but in moments, I really, really, really loved it. Um, Sweet. Overall, I really dug it. Yeah. So, Annihilation is one that you will want to check out. Mm-hmm. You will want. <clears throat> okay. Time yeah. for the climax. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you went and saw Fifty Shades. Yep. Freed. I did. I didn't know until I looked it up after last week. That this was directed by the guy that did um, at close range. Weird. And he's done a bunch of other kind of like pseudo erotic thrillers. Oh yeah. Um, let me see. It's uh. Oh wait, no, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, what's his name? Um, James Foley. James Foley. Yeah, he's done. James Foley. He directed uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, wow. he, and he did Fear. Oh. Yeah. And he did at close range, but then he also did. Um, what was it? What was the one I was thinking of? Uh, Perfect Stranger, which was like the um, kind the of Perfect erotic Strangers thriller. Movie. The erotic thriller starring with Ross Halle Berry and Bruce Willis. <laughs> and <Brooklyn> Baker. Wow. <laughs> and like some other kind of like not as, you know, well-respected movies. Right. So he's had an interesting career. But I love At Close Range. I was oh, like, yeah. what's he doing here? And Glengarry Glenn Ross. That's a, uh, so yeah. good. Amazing. So don't miss the climax. Mm, I didn't miss the climax. I was there for it. Believing uh, they have left behind shadowy figures from their past, newlyweds Christian and Anna fully embrace uh, their connection and shared life of luxury. But as she steps into her role as Miss Gray and he relaxes into unfamiliar stability, new threats could jeopardize their happy ending that's or right. climax uh, yeah. oh. and before if, it begins. Uh, if the uh, commercials are to be believed, one of those threats is a gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I saw the second one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember it. <laughs> I, I mean, all I remember is she's like, Hey, you, this stuff is too weird. You're weirding me out yeah. with all the weird sex stuff. And he was like, I can totally change. Now here, put these beads in your butt and let's go to this. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to this party. <laughs> Did I tell you that I love Chronicles of Riddick? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Now they're married. Yeah. They're Mr. and Mrs. Gray. Mr. and Mrs. Beads up the butt. And this movie is, it's kind of insane. Yeah. Because yeah. 
and I kind of feel like this is the, why I don't remember the second one as well. This movie is like it every 10 minutes disregards the previous 10 minutes. <laughs> like nothing feels connected. It's just a series of scenes and like and their reactions like everything is like it's like they just met in some weird situation, and they're like, holy crap, let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, were we just in a car chase? Let's fuck. Maybe just buy groceries? Let's fuck. Um, also, <laughs> though, you could... Holy fuck, let's fuck. <laughs> you could remove all of the sex from this movie, and it would be the same story. Nice. It, it, the sex has nothing to do with anything in it. They just fuck all the time, and it's gross. So, they, so you're saying that at no point do they have to fuck to stop the bomb from going <laughs> off. Oh, yeah. That's that's what this movie needs. Yeah. Um yeah, and like and there's no more like the sex doesn't have anything to do with thing, anything anymore. Yeah. Right? Like it's about something before, like or at least about power or yeah. consent to a degree, but that goes out the fucking window in the second movie. Yeah. Mm. Second movie just says nope to the end of the first movie. Uh, and so now it's just like these guys like to fuck <laughs> and have adventures. Um, <laughs> so they're married, and he's like, he still wants to be all like weird and secretive. And she's like, you just want to put things in my butt. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I got a lot of secrets, and I need somewhere to put them. <laughs> You just want me for my butt. <laughs> you just want to keep every secret in my butt. Oh, man. And uh, so, oh, okay, so she, and then actually now she's married, and they're super rich. And she goes back to work and finds out that she has been promoted to editor-in-chief. All right. All right. And, and she's like, and, and he comes in, and he's like, well, you know, it had nothing to do with getting married to me. And I'm pretty sure he owns the company. And also, why would she get promoted while she was on, like, a two-month honeymoon? Came yeah. back and like you've been promoted Surprise. for your hard work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, didn't he? I feel like because I didn't see the last one, but I did listen to a podcast about it. Yeah. Um. And didn't he buy the company right. for her? Yes, to thing? fire her creepy yeah. boss guy, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And he's like in jail, but he's gonna get out. Yeah. So there's that guy. Oh um, shit! And I like I don't know what goes on. Other uh, like they. They have trust issues, but then they fuck. There's the paparazzi chasing them, so they fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think they go to a dinner party, so and they, they fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't uh, like the soup, so they yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's breakfast, so they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then she gets pregnant. And with they, a baby? With a baby. I don't understand she, how that could And happen. early in the movie, she's like, do you want to have a baby someday? He's like, yeah. I mean, not yet. I'm not ready to share you. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah. then she gets pregnant, and he gets and mad. And she's like, uh, did you put a baby on my butt? <laughs> because. Yeah, and she's like, really? Like, no, like, I, you know, I, I didn't intend for this to happen, but. And he gets mad at her, too. He's like, stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever, you know. That's what I said and, uh, both times to Miles. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. And, oh, stupid. And uh, and she's like, I'm having this baby. Like, you know, she wants to have, like, I, I mean, I, and who can blame her? She's in this situation. Where yeah. Like, well, here's this, like, weirdly cold, secretive man who treats me like shit but loves to put things in my ass. He will be a terrific father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the signs are there that this guy is 
ready to raise a baby. Yeah. Um, so that's going on, and then the evil boss guy gets out of jail mm. and kidnaps her best friend and calls uh-huh. her, and he's like, you give me $5 million in two hours, or I'm going to kill So Gia it's the or boss. That's uh, like the threat. Yeah. Okay. And, so, and then so Is it she, the boss baby? By any chance, uh, yeah. you give that me would be better. one million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a baby. Your baby was from New York. Yeah. You give me one million dollars. Oh my hey. god! It's like I'm a baby or something. Hey, it's my day out. <laughs> I'm on a uh, skyscraper or something. Oh. That's not. It's a dangerous place oh. for babies. Weird. So he's like, give me the money. And she goes to the bank and she's like, I need this money. And they're like, we have to call your husband. And she's like, give her the money. So they give her the money and she's going to take it. She does something that brings the police to where she's going. And <laughs> she then they has get sex the with guy. the bank. Yeah. <laughs> they put the bank in her butt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, then they get him. And there's no, I mean, there, there's no tension. And you don't yeah. really feel like anything's ever. Because and, and, and all of this, all of, of this happens in the last like twelve minutes of the movie. So the rest of them is just the eating, whole like there's no like big lead up like oh here he's gonna he's fucking with their lives he's fucking with their li-. not at yeah. all he is in jail he just shows for the whole up and movie then they catch he gets him. out of jail and he's like I got your friend <laughs> <laughs> give me uh, one million dollars real put something in her butt has yeah. the friend at least expressed uh, a distaste for being kidnapped. Uh, earlier well, to she just got married to uh her uh, husband's brother <sighs> she got married <laughs> she got married to, to her the husband's lead brother. Husband's bro- she so oh she married his brother okay she married him so she's very happy D- and didn't expect to get kidnapped after getting married oh yeah she didn't no. so that was way out of left field for her. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. Like, what a bummer what yeah and then they solve that, and they're like, whoa, thank God we did this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's other tension in the movie where they go to this, like, mansion that he buys for her, but the decorator lady is kind of flirty with them, and then she's like, no. And then she <laughs> stops it. She punches the decorator, <laughs> and then Gray yeah. is like, it's just the tree decorator. Yeah. You know when they want to have a scene in a movie? like She's an, like, break my hands. You know, all, yeah. all through the 80s, some of the 90s, you have some scene where somebody's being like kind of questionable, and your lead star person like, just fucking takes them down. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go for that with this, but it's just like the most e- empty, non-threatening, yeah. no charisma fucking. It was horrible. She's like, don't you look at my husband, and you call me Mrs. Gray? Or something. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at my husband, please. (laughs) And she's like, okay, sorry. (laughs) And that's the conflict resolved. Nice. Uh, And then the end of the movie is like, fast forward to a year later or something like that. And they've got a baby that they're walking through a park with. And she's pregnant, too. They're going to have more babies. The yeah, put them up their butts. I don't know what's gonna happen, oh, but boy. thank God that it's the end of this franchise. Parenting. No, yeah. this is the worst. It's <laughs> but I mean they're like a fever dream. They're so insane. They don't make any sense. They are. I I have to give them credit for being yeah. so bizarre. Yeah, because they do not feel like movies. They don't operate like movies. They don't. They don't follow the pacing or <laughs> acting or scripting. All of it is really weird the entire time. Sweet. I don't know the first one's like that. I've only seen these two. Yeah. But they were weird movies. They were really, really weird. <laughs> yeah. And well, sex Chris. shows up, and it is not sexy sex. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, there you I, go. Fifty I, Shades I, Freed. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like you should watch one someday. I might. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. I would be. I. I would watch one. Yeah. I would watch one of these two that he did. I feel. Like. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they're very bizarre. Yeah, because <laughs> the first one you don't need to see. It's boring as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, those were our movies this week. Right. Uh, speaking of things you need, yeah. you definitely needed my punishment album, which is uh, Prophets of Rage. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the super group of, of seminal bands and hip-hop acts um, back again to take a bite out of Trump <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I gave this to you guys because... Wait. What? I might have listened to the wrong record. What? What Is did there, you listen to? Do they only have one record? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then I listened to the right one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Prophets Rage. But you yeah. said they're back again. Like they're oh, all, they're they were all in other, other bands and yeah. now they're all back oh, again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because all of their other bands were political. Just yeah. like yeah. them as musical beings are back again right yeah. now together. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I gave this to you guys because we. I feel like we are all... Why not watch all the uh, people you like suck? Yeah, we are yeah. all fans of, of some of their stuff that they've done. Some of them were in some very seminal bands. Yeah. All in, of them. All of them, yeah. yeah. And um, all bands that have go- some great work. Yes. And so I wanted to know what it was like to see all these people that had done some great stuff just not do great stuff anymore well, or listen, maybe it was wonderful I don't what know. it is is big and clunky and clumsy yeah uh and it's like what if the judgment night soundtrack just sucked <laughs> <laughs> oh and i lord knows i love some judgment night sure. soundtrack more on that later yeah. um guys yeah i did not kind of like this album <laughs> all right it's important that you know that i did not have a lot of fun listening to it <laughs> in the car when I put it on a bunch of times. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, listen, this I think, album. I think the intention is great, but like it's. This album is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like Rage Against the Machine, and mm-hmm. God help me, I do. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong Their with that. Their first album and Evil Empire are... And ba- Battle, Battle of Los Angeles of Los Angeles terrific is record. a lot more fun than it should be. Yeah. Um, and if you love Public Enemy, and if you love Cypress Hill... Yeah. This album has all those things. Yeah. <laughs> like, this album has every one of those things. Um, and you kind of go, yeah, remember that? Remember that? Yeah. Now they're doing that. Oh, there's Tom Morello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and it really is like, greed is bad and everything is bad and some stuff. And I said, fuck just now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's fun. It has some It has some big, dumb Tom Morello riffs that yeah. are fucking great. Well, there's a song called Hands Up or something. Yeah. Where hands there's a riff in it that's fucking Hands dope. Up or something. <laughs> it's yeah. It goes, yeah. Hands Up or something. <laughs> Let's fight the, I don't know, power? <laughs> uh, but there's, there's these lots of guys and they like money and I don't like them. Yeah, and I'm like, what's up with you guys? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There's something about this album that I was like, this, you know what it is? Is that everybody's trying. Yeah, they it, are. It's not a cash grab. I mean, it is a cash grab, yeah. but it doesn't feel tired or bored or anything. Everybody's really putting no, their all No, it doesn't feel it. any of those. It just doesn't land. 
It's like I like all three of these things, but like I like swimming and lasagna <laughs> and reading comic books, but not all together. Yeah. Uh, Have just, you tried? <laughs> I will this weekend. <laughs> um, it's and it, what it's also is funny is before Audio Slave happened, when Rage was yeah looking like it was over. Um, the big two rumors were going to be that the replacement for Zach De La Rocha would be Chuck D or be real. Yeah. And I guess they were like, why not? Yeah, um, put those hands together. And listen, everybody's really trying to do a Zach De La Rocha thing. In yeah. This. yeah. Like, there's a lot of repeating uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, phrases that did not bear repeating. No, no. It's the yeah. It just it doesn't it just doesn't work. No. And that's a bummer. Be real um, seems lost. Yeah. He seems well, to not exactly know what's going on. Yeah, listen, I, I love Cypress Hill, but I mean let's let's be real here. There's only two records. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first two. Yeah. Temples of Boom, like and then no one cares after that. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing. Rockstar, please. Yeah. Um Oh God. Yeah, really bad. Uh, so yeah, and like the and it, it is a bummer because some of the later period Public Enemy stuff and their sort of resurgence of recording and getting you know proper tours together where people go again is awesome. And there there's a couple of records that are really good there, and that still works. So Chuck D still fits that, and it just doesn't fit here. And I it also bums me out because I think the band of Rage Against the Machine, I think they're a wonderful unit that yeah. is a fucking terrific and very clever bass player. Yeah. And when they were be- going to become Audio Slave, uh, well, even though that name's really dumb, I was really kind of like curious because yeah, what's it I be liked like? what they'd become as a unit on Battle of Los Angeles. I was like, there's some really cool ideas going on here. What would they sound like without... Della Rocha. I have no problem with him, but they're going to move yeah. on. So let's what what's let's that going to be? And with and a, just, with a really powerful singer. Yeah, like, but it was we'll just a very radioy thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that was a big bummer. Yeah. I feel like that was like oh, and like an interesting, you know, it was just too, choice too for a singer. Safe. Yeah. It was right? just boring. And then so and then and then that throws them into well, we're just like a, a you know a. a a legacy act with yeah. Della Rocha now, no new music, and then this, and it just kind of—it's a bummer. I feel like we really lost a bunch of opportunity of some very terrific musicians to maybe yeah. make some more subversive and interesting, timeless music. You know, I don't think that this record anyway. was ever going to be anything that it wanted to be. I, I don't think that this—I mean, this album sounds like. Uh, it, it's desperate to be a revolution, but yeah, yeah. it does not want to discuss any specific politics. <laughs> no, no. Um, but but it has all of the elements from all of the. Uh, well, you know, I guess now that I think about it, because Chuck D's fun, he, yeah. every, but he and Be Real are both really kind of trying to do a Zach De La Rocha thing. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, this has a lot of. Uh, cool riffs on it that i'd be like oh that would have been fun in a rage against me yeah sure um but uh yeah i don't know i just, i had fun listening well, to this that's great yeah, yeah happy you for you yeah yeah, yeah. um they what? seem concerned about drones yeah man they you gotta watch very out concerned about drones watch out for those drones guys. right right yeah hmm. um greg yeah what's what are up, you man? gonna punish us with Man, you know, I have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to to make choices. Yeah. Uh, I want to make the right ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because uh, there's like, I feel like there's a really topical thing to do. Okay. But then there's also been this thing I've been like looking at for a while. I'm like, that's going to be great because 
let's just do that. Okay. I was what I was going to do, but I just I don't know how interesting the conversation will be. Honestly, yeah. But I was, I was going to give you the new Timberlake album. Yeah, because everyone hates it so much. Yeah, it's apparently pretty boring. Yeah, I've heard a couple songs from it. Yeah, because uh, they're on the radio. Right. Uh, I like them absolutely as much as I've liked any other Justin Timberlake song. Which is to say, not that much. I I have a weird soft spot for a few of them. Um, I I don't I don't dislike the new songs either. Uh, but I don't like them. Yeah. Like I, I'm not like, oh man, this is some visionary shit. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, you guys don't like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. No. No. So. But what will you think about a band that thinks? No one's ever heard of Zeppelin before. Uh-huh. There's this band called Greta Van Fleet. What? Yeah. And they have this song I hear on the radio called Safari Song. And it's not like just a little bit like Zeppelin. It's like a Zeppelin <laughs> tribute band decided to record a single. Oh, God. So, yeah. They have this album. It's called From the Fires. Oh, great! And they're this group of kids who think that I don't, I, I don't know how this is legal. Like yeah. I remember when Tom Waits sued Doritos for you know using his kind of like thing to, for a commercial. Yeah. Or when a record company tried to sue John Fogerty for sounding too much like CCR. Like John yeah. And you were sounding too much if you're making money or what off of someone yeah. else's. Artistic uh, property or whatever way, if you're mimicking them, like I mean, it is just, this kid's like it's not just like he's doing one of the types of voices that Robert Plant uses when he sings. He has <laughs> a couple of things right yeah. that, that are very Robert Plant that are very identifiable, and this guy does them all, and it's like it's fucking weirding me out. Anyway, so listen to Greta all Van right. Fleet. From the fires, the only song I know is the first track, Safari Song, and it is like, holy shit, this can't be legal. Yeah. Anyway, do that. Okay. Maybe you'll like well, I'm looking a band that's pretending to be Zeppelin. I'm looking at a picture of them, and they sure do look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such a good band name. Yeah. There yeah, no, I, I, well, you know what? I'm not going to hate them based on a picture of them. I will wait to hear their album yeah. before I start yeah. hating them. Yep. Uh, so do we know what we're doing for the role? Well, we know what the winner is. The winner, winner is the loser. Okay, so the winner is obviously going to be Black Panther. Uh, this is supposedly going to be fantastic the early yeah. word is that this is one of the best marvel yeah, movies people that, are really flipping out that, that, i'll wait until i see a score on ron yeah. Yeah. thank you very much yeah so very exciting yeah um the loser film will be a superhero film mm-hmm. this is a film from 1998 yeah uh called nick fury agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Starring David Hasselhoff. Starring David David Hasselhoff Hasselhoff as Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) A TV movie for Marvel Comics. Very good. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. So you know it's going to be great if nothing came of it. That's right. (laughs) Greg's rolling. I'm rolling. That's a one. Fucking what in the fuck, man? Oh, that's, that's a, a four. four. How? Why can't I just see the fucking comic book I movie? <laughs> I don't even want to do this that's anymore. A three. three. Great is fuck you guys. Oh, that's it's it's like fate almost. Like they're like the die does not want you to ever oh, see a God, I hate new this shit. Marvel movie. Oh. 
Unless it's not important. Yeah. Unless it's like, oh, maybe Ant-Man will be good. the dark world. Yeah, let's go see it. Yeah. Fuck me. What the fuck? Oh, brutality. Fine. Can we just finish this episode? Yes. Next week, we will be talking about Black Panther, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., we will review that album by the Led Zeppelin wannabes. Uh, you can find us online. If you want to be Led Zeppelin, <laughs> you got to get with my friends. Get with my friends. Uh, find us online, SYNWPC on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know what you think. Email us your thoughts and feelings and feedback at info at modernsuperior.com. And go to modernsuperior.com. Listen to all the podcasts there and donate and get access to the Slack and bonus content. Uh, it will be worth your time. We promise. As always, goodbye, Internet. We will goodbye, see you Internet. next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. You got to hide things in butts. Hide things in your butt. Hide things in your butt. Just put it in your butt. Uh, gross. This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.